First of all, man, you need a crap load of money to get these, you know, to get things done. Yeah, you're talking about millions of dollars right here, huh? Um, you know, as you know, software, you constantly have to, constantly have to, you know, put it out into the market and tell you what features they like and what they don't like. You constantly have to build. It's an ongoing process. So, as I want to change lives. I want to show people how to progress in their money. I want to show people how to progress in their mindset. I want to show people how to progress in their brand so that way they can take care of their family, take care of their finances, and experience freedom. Welcome to the NDR Day Show. I'm super excited. Today, on today's episode, I have a special guest. Not only is he a CEO and a founder of a startup company called Luvit, but he's also my dear friend and business partner in the Progression Digathon. This man is literally changing the lives and touching people's lives through God, through his work, through his children, and just through his life. Yafet Diana, thanks so much for being on the show, Yafet. Thanks a lot, brother. I'm glad to be here, man. Thanks for uh, reaching out, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. So on this episode, hey, what I want to talk about, number one, is going to be a little bit about Luvit and how that came about, but also what I'm really excited for in the end of 2022 the progression pitchathon as well. So let's tap into both how we created it and, and what's to come. So let's talk. You so you're the CEO and founder of Luvit. Share with the audience what is Luvit and how did we get started with it? Yeah. So so Luvit is a simple uh, freelance marketplace for urgent projects. Right. Our goal is to connect people to experts around the world instantly. Um, so yeah, man. So that's kind of a nutshell of what it is. And like tap in because I've heard of freelance marketplaces on a bunch of different yeah. platforms. I mean, isn't Fiverr a freelance marketplace where you can connect with different freelancers already? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Fiverr, Upwork. There's a bunch of different freelance platforms uh, that essentially do what we do. Um, well, we what makes us a bit different is in how we connect you with freelancers, especially for urgent projects. So there's a lot of projects. For example, well, let me let me backtrack and let me tell you how I came up with the idea. So I remember I was working on a startup called IDK. And uh, at that time, you know, as a non-technical founder, uh, I was just scrambling around trying to figure a way how to get this thing done. My CTO was too busy, was busy. He was building the, the actual product. And I was in charge of marketing and advertising and social media and all this other stuff that actually gets his users. So, how, you know, how do I do that, right? I don't, I'm not a graphic designer. I, I can't. I can't design anything, right? I have the idea. I know what it should look like, but I just don't have the technical skills to actually build those things out. So I was looking for different freelancers. I was scrabbling through different freelance platforms. And um, I just, you know, I, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't an ideal experience for me, right? I wanted to connect with freelancers on a person-to-person -person level, right? I wanted to talk to them. I wanted to get to know them. Uh, I just didn't want to hire somebody off of uh, a couple of pictures, um, I wanted to, I wanted them to, you know, hear my voice. I wanted to hear their voice. I wanted us to get to know each other. Uh, I wanted the experience to be a little bit more personal. Um, cause if I liked them, they would essentially be the people that I'd be working with in the future. So I was trying to figure out how do I make the freelance marketplace or how do I get, um, you know, uh, freelancers around the world and how can I connect with them on a personal level where I can share with them my idea? Not on just, a, not just write them a few letter, uh, a few, a few words of what my idea is about. But how can I get on a Zoom call with them? How can I hear their voice? How can I talk to them about their experience and essentially go through a hiring phase in a few minutes and, uh, and bring somebody on board to work on my team? So I just felt like the current solutions out there didn't really give me that experience. So I said, you know, and then there's a whole story of how I went from 
you know, the previous startup <laughs> to now working on this. So, 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 so you start running, you start running one startup, one startup, and that startup is like, hey, you know what? In order for me to make this work, because you're not technical, you don't know how to do graphic design, video editing, or ads, or all these other technical elements to marketing. You're saying, hey, I need to find a team, and you're you're going through all these platforms, trying to figure out which platform to use, and you're having challenges. And in that, in the midst of that storm, in the midst of the, that challenge, you said, hey, I'm going to create something to support other people who are going through the same challenges themselves. And that's how Luga was created. Well, I mean, kind of, kind of not. So, you know, our, the previous startup was called IDK and it was a, it was a dope idea, man. It was uh, essentially, it was a food discovery app. Basically our mission was to uh, pretty much build an Instagram version of Yelp, right? Create a platform where people can, um, you know, where we, we can help people figure out where to go eat, especially if you live around, um, you know, cities that are filled with restaurants, right? I just, we, we felt like we can help people out. We, we can help couples and friends and family members get together um, and uh, help them discover where to go eat. And we started with that startup, but I mean, you know, we were a bit naive, right? We didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. Um, the restaurant industry was, uh, was extremely difficult to penetrate, um, especially um, how you're gonna make money, right? Um, and, we had all these major ideas, but once, once we got into the startup world, we realized that, first of all, man, you need a crap load of money to get these, you know, to get things done. Yeah, you're talking about millions of dollars right here, huh? We're talking about millions of dollars, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we started with a few hundred thousand and, um, you know, we built our first initial MVP uh, within a few months. We, um, you know, as you know, software, you constantly have to iterate and we constantly have to build features, constantly have to, you know, put it out into the marketplace and, and you know, people are going to tell you what features they like and what they don't like. You constantly have to build. It's an ongoing process. So, as an early startup, if you don't have an influx of cash, uh, eventually you're gonna you're gonna run out of cash. And if you run out of cash, then you're kind of screwed. So we ran out of cash. We underestimated the importance of raising money. Uh, we just we we really didn't know what we were doing. We were just two two kids a, that had a brilliant idea. As a tech founder. What did what was like the real number one? So so now we're let's transition to tech. Um, sure. As a tech founder, what what was the real number one learning curve for you and your co-founder? Uh, uh, you know, in hindsight now, so you, you burned through hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash. You, I'm sure there's a learning curve in that. And what was that learning curve? Yeah. So first thing first, like I didn't. I'm not from the tech industry, right? Like I'm in sales, right? So that's what I did for a living. So I was in sales. And I knew that I needed to get a technical co-founder to help me out because I had this idea and I wanted this idea to come to reality. How do I do it, right? Okay, go get a tech, go get, go, go get somebody that knows how to code. And that's what we did, right? Uh, a friend of mine from way back in the day, um, connected with him. He was at a place in his life where he was ready to kind of work on something cool. And we pondered up and we started working on this. But we really had no idea what it really, take, what it really took to build a successful tech company. Right. It's not like building a small business. It's building a tech company is essentially a bit different because it requires a lot of cash. It requires a lot of money. And you're doing it for one purpose and one purpose only to grow as fast as you can to become as successful as you can um, within the next five to seven years. So I guess. So then we transition now. We transition to Luvit. All right. So now we have the Luvit product. Um, where, where are we at in, in, in Luvit itself? 
What stage so, is it so, so, Yeah, so, um, so I, you know, after the first startup, uh, after we ran out of my first startup, I got into crypto and I was able to kind of replenish some of my, uh, some of the money that I lost in my first, uh, first startup. So, hey, you know, got to get back in the game, right? You can't uh, stay in the sidelines for too long. So I knew that this idea was, was a serious one, at least for me, because, um, you know, as a builder, as a non-technical founder, I always need technical people around me. So, um, so I hired an engineer um, from out of the country and built a little team. Uh, and for the last six months, um, we've, we've built a, a pretty solid product and uh, we're actually almost ready uh, for our beta launch. Amazing, amazing. Okay, so now you're in tech, like you're committed to the game in, in tech right now. Without, yeah, without, a question, without a shadow of a doubt, you've been in tech for how many years now? Uh, so, I mean, deeply in tech, probably three years. Yeah, going on a full three-year term. So three years in tech, and now you have a heart to support other tech founders who are looking to raise money, uh, get in front of uh, investors, and also educate themselves in the tech space. Is that right? Yeah. So, so my, my passion is to help people like myself, right? Like people that have ideas, but that don't have a way or they don't know how to get started. They don't know um, what it takes to make it, right? And I'm going through that process as well, right? I'm well in, in my journey and I haven't quite made it yet. You know what I mean? So I want to help people like myself. Number one, I want to teach them how to go from zero to prototype, right? Because I, I can I can teach you that. I've, I've been there a few times. I can teach you to go to, from zero to prototype, which is the most important thing. Seeing your idea actually come to life, right? Seeing your idea come to life is, is super important. Second of all, I want to create this opportunity for people like us, right? To have some, some type of network or connection with investors, Right. Because if you want to build a technology that scales and that brings millions of dollars, you're not going to do it on your own. I mean, you can, but it's, you got to have deep pockets. So how do we bridge that gap? How do we get non-technical founders to build a tech product and connect those people with investors that can help them scale their business from zero to a million dollars or probably more? So, so that's access. That's how that's 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 really what it is. It's giving founders access and also giving investors access to each other. So that way they can grow their, their relationship and, and, and do what they do, which is grow Absolutely. actual tech business. Absolutely. You know like that. we've heard we've we've heard this term before, right? Your network is your net worth. And it's and it's is 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 very true, right? If you don't have access to a network, you don't have access to deep pockets, like once you once you um you know once you launch your product, you're gonna need money for marketing, you're gonna need money for advertising, you're gonna have to, you know, you, you need money to make money. So we need, to, and there's businesses out there, VCs that this, their whole, their sole business is to find startups, to invest in startups. Right, right. Right. And we have to, we have to connect you know, the two groups together. So I'm excited because that is going to be the first time that you and I are doing that together, which is the progression uh, pitchathon held in November of 2022. Yeah. Are you yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a pretty dope event, man. Um, I think, uh, yeah, it's, I, I think there's a lot of founders out there that are building some really cool products. And there's a lot of investors out there that are just fluxed with so much cash, they don't even know what to do with it, right? Like they're buying, you know, JPEG pictures for millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we get, you know, how, how do we get some of that money to come in to the community and, uh, and invest in products that are changing people's lives? Well, I mean, that, that's the thing is, is, is access because... You have such amazing founders, so such amazing uh, uh, business owners who are just at a point where they're saying, if they had a little bit of gasoline, they they can ignite and then they could grow and they can expand. 
Um, and many of them don't even understand that that's what they need, right? Right, right today, uh, me and my marketing, my marketing director is putting systems in the business, right? So we're putting energy, we're putting systems in the business where a lot of the things can automate. Now, that's because we have a system. And when right. you have a system, if you can put more money into the system, more money is the output. So if I put $100 into a, a business system, I expect $150. That means if I put 1000 I expect 1500 If I put sure. a million, I expect $1.5 million. So when you have a system, and a, and a lot of these founders have their, their system built out, they already have their tech, they already have the idea, or they already have the, the prototype, and it's going to be the next big thing. And what they need is a little bit of money on top of it to allow yeah, that man. to expand. And that's what we're doing is we're giving them access. Yeah, man. Like like even in our earlier call, we were talking to this developer from Kenya. Man, he was building some incredible uh, fintech product. He was, he was building a, an incredible fintech product, right? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, it, nobody knows him like nobody understands uh that some kid in a basement somewhere in nairobi kenya is probably building the next you know coinbase and people don't even know about it exactly right like how do we how do we highlight uh entrepreneurs in nairobi kenya how do we highlight products like that um and how do we give him access to all of this vc money that's flowing around and how do we help people that look like us right people that are in the, in the minorities, how do we, how do we, first of all, we got to get people to believe that they can raise money, right? Yeah. We got, we, we, we need to help people believe like, hey, there is a group of investors that are dedicated just to fund businesses like you. So if you have an idea, right, can you have, can you grow the balls to actually work on them, mm. right? If you have an idea, can you suit up? Can you, can you put your vest on and can you, you know, you know, put your boots on and can you work on your idea, whether you know how to code, whether you know how to, it doesn't matter. Are you willing to go for it? And I think that's, I think founders are willing to go for it and they're going for it. And I think we need to connect those people with the investors. Um, and I think it'll be a great, it'll be a great, uh, great experience for both parties. So as we wrap up, what's your vision for the pitchathon? When we have the pitchathon at the end of the year, what's your vision? Um, man, my vision is to create a community, uh, especially out there in Vegas, of uh, number one, a, a community of investors and founders, right? Like, can we? Can, that that's 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 what I, that's what's really passionate to me. So, I want to create a, a you know we we're going to create a community of technical founders, uh, non-technical founders, and investors, and allow people to uh, see. First of all, even for for the public that are not even in the tech space. Right, we want them to come to the pitchathon to see what it looks like when a founder decides to, you know, work on an idea and takes it to a place of uh, of scale, and they're ready to present it to an investor. Right, so we want so it's a three step product for me. Right, you have the investors, you have the founders, and you have the general public who are, who are willing to come in and to get inspired yeah. to see what this um, what this process actually looks like. Man, I'm I'm super excited to be a part of that. Uh, to to learn more about the pitchathon, go to progressionticket.com. Once again, that's progressionticket.com. Thank you so much, Jeff, for being on the show today. Appreciate it, bro. Thanks, man.